Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I am your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we have Tyler. Tyler, we have another Pirates victory. They're loving their time in Missouri. Donardo, I feel like you're used to saying this. The Cardinals stink. I would love to get used to saying that because they do stink. They stink. You know how I know that? Because the Pirates also stink. (laughs) They're better than the Cardinals right now. Yeah. 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 Love it. But hey, Pirates win today four to two. Three runs in extras to give them that victory. Mitch Keller pitches a very good game. Uh, Offense wasn't there, but it did what it needed to do in extras to win it. So again, you face a bad team. you You can do that, I guess, here and there. Yeah, the Cardinals stink. You want to just ride this whole show saying I, I really sure. just, you know what, the rest of my life, I just want to be able to jump on this post-game show and say the Cardinals stink. It makes We're me gonna have, it's, This is 30 minutes of Tyler on a loop saying the Cardinals stink. And the, that's my next TikTok. It's just going to be there me saying the Cardinals stink. I love it. The Cardinals do stink. But with that being said, the Pirates face the Royals. They swept them. They come and play the Cardinals, and they take the first game. Uh, As mentioned, it started off with Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller takes the mound, and he just looked good. Yeah. Um, So I think... (sighs) Maybe I overanalyze Mitch Keller a little bit and try to like dissect him a little bit too much of the pitch mix, this, that, and the other. Honestly, I think if we look at tonight, like you can nail down Mitch Keller pretty easily. The fastball command was impeccable. He was, if you look at it again, Jason DeLay was able to just set his glove up anywhere in the zone and Mitch Keller could spot it. Now, I can't say the same about the slider. He wasn't very good with that tonight. But the fastball cutter, sinker, all of that looked really good tonight, and he was able to locate it literally wherever Jason DeLay wanted him to put it. Yeah. Now, I just want to bring this up because, again, it's something that like we've noticed a few starts ago. Tonight, same thing for pitch mix. It seems as if he has just completely eliminated the, the curveball and change up very now. Actually, today was the cutter was a little less. The past two starts, I think he was cutter um dominant. The tonight sinker, four seam cutter, and then sweeper. Although again, like all three of those first pitches he uses quite a bit. So um, but yeah, like you're talking about. I mean, he gets a swing and miss, he gets the, the weak contact. He did have the, the home run. It was not a great placed. Yeah, two seamer, whatever it was. Actually, who and who hit it? it was Paul Goldschmidt? Uh, wasn't it? No, it was Contreras. Oh, that's right, it was Contreras. Goldschmidt had a bad night tonight. Um, and so yeah, it was Contreras. Ball. That that's gonna happen. He yeah. he's got some pop. He's a a good offensive player. You're gonna give up if you give up one run. It's fine. Early on, yeah. like I mean, even actually early on, he was I think through five gave up five base runners. Like he he was fine the whole night. It just seemed to happen a little bit in bunches, but either way, he was able to get out of it. Cabrian Hayes is just excellent at third base. So, 
for every pitcher, by the way, today. Yeah. I mean, he, I can't. I jokingly said, I was like, it's nice that Cabrian could afford the Cardinals fans some opportunities to see what good defense looks like at their base. <laughs> yeah, he he was uh he was on his game tonight. Man, he was a vacuum cleaner over there tonight. Yeah, he really was. I mean, it that's was a, amazing. He saved they talk about defensive runs saved, right? As a metric, yeah. but like literally, I feel like he saved about three or four runs tonight. Yeah, like some of those plays he made are just earned runs. Yeah. Like they're you know not going to be charged as age or as errors. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, no. Of course. I mean, those were hit very hard. But, but wasn't he saved. makes it look easy. And you know who else saved some runs tonight? Who? Piguero with that catch. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. Really? <laughs> really? You don't get excited about that catch? I really didn't. Okay, fine. You, You're just a nice catch, Tyler. Okay. It would. I would. I don't know. Maybe the center fielder should charge it harder. Okay. Well, <laughs> either way, you know the problem was you were watching high school football and you saw that catch made three times tonight. So that's why. Not by my blue devils. They struggle. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, Mitch Keller did pitch well, but he did have some really good defense behind him. And that's something you don't hear often from the Pirates. So yeah. he got some help. I mean, he pitched well. He also got some help. One run. And like you said, I mean, if you have, if you pitch six innings every time and you have one run given up every single time, you are the Cy Young. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, again, like you're going to take this start every time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not his fault that they had to tie the game up and he doesn't get the win. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, it, it comes back to fastball command with him. And I really did think the fastball, excuse me, the fastball command was as good as it could have gotten from him. Mm -hmm. He was able to spot that thing as well as he could have. The slider was a little bit erratic tonight, I think. We talked a little earlier about him just abandoning the curve curveball. The sweeper seems to have been the replacement pitch for him for that. Um, and velocity wise, they're pretty similar. So I think you can live with that a little bit. He just didn't have command of that tonight, but he was able to mm -hmm. really get to swing and miss with the fastball. He was able to run it back, that two seamer back at maybe a third, fourth inning. The two seamer was just nasty. Like no, but like it was Vance Worley esque. Nobody was even, everybody time. was just staring at it. Right. Yeah, very much so. And one thing I just want to point out, because the broadcast said it, um, this comes from Jason Delay, which does make some sense here. But you know, we're talking about the cutter, and it sounds as if a lot of times the cutter actually isn't a cutter, it's just a slider that yeah. he's just he's just changing up his speed on it. Yeah. Doing it harder or less. Um, so again, just kind of note here. I know it shows cutter heavy, but actually in reality, what Jason Delay is saying is that's really just a slider a lot of times too. No, that makes sense. Like that makes a lot of sense. Um, he's just tightened up that sweeper a little bit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that. I don't know if I like it, but okay. Sure. 
Um, any rate, so again, like to kind of wrap up with uh Mitch Keller, he does go six innings, five hits, three walks, and that was a like a little, 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 little bit concerning. Yeah, but overall didn't do any damage. Eight strikeouts, though. Um, which now gives him 187, I think, on the season. Yeah, I don't know. I I I could be off. I think so. But it, but going back to the walks there, I feel like the walks we saw it felt like it felt like he was trying to maybe find that slider and he was trying to get ahead with it a little bit so he wasn't going fastball heavy and he struggled to get ahead in those counts so just i'm not as concerned about those walks as maybe i normally would be because it felt like he was just trying to find something there with the with the breaking stuff and he just wasn't able to do it yeah fair cool cool Anything else from uh, Mitch you want to discuss? No, just I really did like what he did tonight. So something else we've kind of talked about, right? Just the number, right? The number that starts with four next to him when you see the ERA column. Um, you know, you discuss it. You just don't want to see the four. Like, you know yeah. what he did this year. You know he's a good pitcher, but you would just like to. It's more aesthetically pleasing to see a three right. next to his name. Right. So it is down to a 3.93 currently, his ERA. Uh, so we're there, right? We're there. It's better. I need a little um, bit better, but I can live with it. Sure. I'm good with that. And and you know what? Maybe maybe that just helps his case. Not really his case. Maybe it helps an extension get done because arbitration might look at that and say, well, 393 is it a stuff. That's not actually. We should probably be rooting for like a 450 so that they don't trade him. We saw what happened with Joe Musgrove when he had like a Tyler. 386. He got dealt for nothing. Tyler. They have two starters in their rotation. They can't afford to trade Mitch Keller right now. They couldn't afford so to lock trade them up. the other two they traded. One, whatever. I don't know. Which is why they should have went and claimed some guys. Yeah, I know. It feels, it feels like a lifetime ago, the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. It was just under a month ago. Actually, in about a month, exactly six minutes, it'll be a month. <laughs> um, okay, so and, and again, like the, the bullpen came in after that. I mean, they they shut the Cardinals' offense down. I mean, yeah. Orderman comes in, Majinski comes in, really good outing. Selby comes in. He, he, yeah. <laughs> are we talking about First Selby? Off, yeah. Okay. What? What are your thoughts on Selby? I'm I'm gonna hold off on the I word. I'm not really intrigued. Um he's he's doing his job. Like I'm not penciling him in, but he looks fine. Now, obviously, what I'm alluding to is as it seemed like every pitcher in tonight's game took a took a hit off them. You know, he gets hit by the baseball, it deflects, yeah, he grabs it erratically throws at the first base. He had no business throwing it. I mean, so that was not a smart decision. But as far as the pitching goes, eh, it's it's been fine. Like I'm I want to see him out the rest of the year. I'll be honest, I do like Colin Selby a good bit. Um yeah. just it's trying to do a little bit too much there in that position. Um I like the stuff. I like the pitch mix. 
but we say it all the time. Every good team has a thousand Colin Selby's. Right. Yeah. But it's not it's not like throwing away. He's a guy you want to keep around. Um, I think he I'll use the I word. He's intriguing. I mean, I like him enough. He's better than a lot of the things we've seen. Well, that's what I was going to say. You mentioned how a lot of teams have a thousand Colin Selby's. And the issue is the Pirates haven't had that. Right. So at least we're at the point where Colin Selby's are pitching in relief for the Pirates. Like, at least we're there, you know, and it's not as if he's the one that they're dependent on either. So, you know, as much as much as we give this team, especially the bullpen early on in the season, right? Like in the offseason heading into this year, the bullpen's been fine, honestly, in, in my eyes, right? Like there's there's enough parts, enough pieces. I'm not sold on it. I'm not looking at this bullpen like, okay, this is what's going to carry the Pirates into the postseason upcoming years. There's still a lot of work. But like for 2023, it's it's been fine. Yeah, I mean... That's a good way to put it. It, It's not the biggest concern right now. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's actually some depth. And again, you can debate the quality of all the depth, but there's depth. They're major league players for the it's, most part. I think the issue is that when you look in, like if we're looking at the forest instead of the trees, it's the way they've acquired that depth. That that's is fair. kind of annoying. But that's uh, yeah. another podcast episode. Sure. But at any rate, you know, like Selby, again, he, he gets the win, actually. Um, terrible decision to throw the ball, but it didn't hurt them. That was the biggest key. Right. It did not hurt them. Gets out of the inning. Uh, so he has just one hit, no strikeouts, gets out of it. And then, of course, Bednar comes in. One one run, again, unearned because the guy was on second. Yeah. No big deal. I mean, like that just is what it is. He pitched fine as well. Gets to save his 30th on the year. Extra innings that are freaking clown show. Yeah. It's so dumb. I didn't think about it. That makes the Pirates now three and nine in extras this year, doesn't it? So how about that? Sure. They're not good in them. No, that's why they're three and nine. <laughs> but like <laughs> it, I appreciate the fact that I don't have to stay up till one in the morning to watch a game, but it's it's stupid. It doesn't work. It is it's just it not is baseball, man. Yeah. I mean, li- listen, I'm with you, but I'm kind of already over it. Like, it's happened. It's done. Whatever. It's one of those when it happens, I just roll my eyes. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to do this right. again. Right. Yep. So, I mean, at any rate, the Pirates are up four to one course that run scores because the guys on second base ends up being four to two uh but yeah the pirates i mean so again we, we talked about the pitching here that they did enough to shut this team down the offense wasn't really there now granted they only struck out four times today like that's somewhat of a positive um but they came alive in extras that's what really won it they were yeah. asleep for most of the game and they came alive yeah and i think the other person hudson's not really a strikeout guy um, but we have seen not strikeout guys be able to just dominate this team and dice them up. You saw Dallas Keuchel, yeah, <laughs> dice this team up. Yeah, I guess like baby steps here. 
offensively, bad pitchers and non-strikeout guys. Like offensively, like I don't really know if I have many positive things to say. They were bad today. There, there really wasn't much productivity done at the dish today. Honestly, they're just bad. They got bailed out by very good pitching. Mitch Keller did his thing today. The bullpen held it together, and they were able to squeak out a few runs on some infield singles and a stupid extra inning roll. Like, it's yeah. a weird game. It's hard to really dissect, but there's not much positive offensively. I, I'm with you. It wasn't great, but it, we've seen worse, and we've also seen extra innings, and they're just shut down. But again, like, give them credit where credit's due. They, they fought through. Now, most of it was the Cardinals' defense. I mean, let's, let's talk, right? Romero doesn't cover first base. Peguero gets on safely. Kutch hits a really hard ball. You know what? Hold, before you get to that, Peguero, you mentioned the athleticism that he brings. You didn't mention it on the show, but you just talked about it earlier about on our group chat. That's the kind of thing he does, man. Like, being able to beat out a ground ball to first base, that's kind of freakish athleticism right there. So let's dive a little bit into him since we're on the topic then now. What I said today on Twitter, at this point in time, like you have to like what you see out of Figaro. Yeah, the strikeout rate's a little high. That needs to come down. But it also, has a little bit. he's a rookie, right? It's going to adjust. But you look at everything. I did not see myself being this excited about Leo Figaro at this point in the time in the season right now. You know, I felt like there were certainly others. Pagaro was was trending more towards the, mm, I'm not sure if he's going to really be a prospect too. He's probably the best middle infielder out of everyone that not named Cruz. Yeah. That's where we're at with him, I feel. It, are you more excited about him, or do you think he has better tools than Rodolfo Castro? So what's funny is, like, seeing him, he's got power. He's yeah. got speed. Yeah, like the stuff that you talked about with Castro, he has. Yeah, we haven't really seen the boneheadedness yet. No, well, honestly, you've. I'll speak for myself. He has impressed me defensively, and again, like I, I think we we're on here before, talked about it. Mainly, it's because I came in here thinking he's going to be bad. I assumed he'll be bad. He has not looked bad. He's 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 been solid. Now, he missed a ball thrown at him to second base. That could have made an out today. <laughs> but I look at Peguero, and I'm comfortable. Like, if he – if what we're seeing on him offensively, he's not all the way there yet, right? But, like, you like where he's seeing. You like maybe where he's trending. You like the talent there. I'm, I'm fine with him as a, a starter, I feel like. So, I guess on my end – I might be a little more disappointed in defense just because all I heard about was how great he'd be at shortstop. But that was the old Peguero. Yeah, it is. Um, so that's fair. And maybe I thought that. that 
And maybe I stupidly thought he would grow into it at short and be able to figure it out. He's not a shortstop. So maybe that's where the Rodolfo Castro comparison comes in. But defensively, he's a little bit similar to Castro where they he just can't play shortstop. It's simple. But second base though, he looks really good. At least said, good enough. I would take him over a cash of a shortstop every day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every day. Range wise. He's so it's like, again, with that, with that like comparison there, you know, I mean, Piguero, I, I also think there's a little bit effort wise that he might, he's a little bit above Castro where he will dive to make a play that Castro might not have. He'll knock a ball down. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready to go. There. Maybe I'm a little early on that. Yeah. But again, like where I'm coming at is he was tearing it up in the minors after his slow start again. So he was tearing it up. You knew the offensive profile. You thought that when he comes up, he could maybe hit. I thought the defense was going to be atrocious. I thought we're looking at Castro level and it's not. And I, I, so, so I guess to your point about him and Castro, those comps, I feel like Castro probably has a little more pop. But I think Piguero could certainly be the better player. Like I can see that. I can envision that. Yeah, and I think that I think I think Piguero has a better chance of hitting both lefties and righties. Okay. Like Castro turned into a guy that was just he was only gonna hit a lefty. Castro to me just seemed to be he's extremely toolsy, where Piguero seems more of a baseball player. Now, if you can get that out of Castro, you have, I mean, there's talent there, right? Let me talk about there's talent. If you're going to lock it, he could be a beast potentially. Vigero is a baseball player. Like, there's no question. I think that's fair. I think it's a very fair, like, fair analysis you had there. Um, But yeah, I like what Vigero's done at this point. Little hesitant because of the strikeout rate. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we've seen it kind of drop as he's gotten used to a level. So we'll see what happens as time goes on in the majors. And I think he's done enough to earn a lot more playing time than he's gotten. Yes, absolutely. But like, there's no question he should be getting the bulk of the playing time every single day. There's not a reason to take him out whatsoever. And just put out there, like he is at a 30% strikeout rate. That's not what you, what you want to see. But granted, you're looking at about 120 plate appearances. He's a rookie. You know, th- there's adjustments. Someone just kind of talked about here too. I mean, like Andy Rodriguez is known for his plate discipline, 25.8. Like it's not this like huge difference. I mean, there's going to be adjustments. I can see it creeping down. Um, today it, he actually had a it nice has walk. Like it was like 41% maybe right. a month ago. Well, well, two, three weeks ago, it was high. Mm-hmm. It was over 40. But, um, yeah, that's again, like you're going to see adjustments. You want to see them 30%. Like I'm, I'm okay with that right now. Yeah. What I'm seeing elsewhere, the, the eye test, like, like you're seeing a baseball player. You're seeing a guy who he's got talent. He's got tools. Yeah. He definitely hustles Yeah. back to that rundown first. Like he absolutely hustles all the time. No, like he's a good fit for the team right now. Um, 
I like what I see. Do I buy into him as a like an everyday guy? I don't know yet, but I'm he's he is number one on the list of the second base like depth chart right now of just yeah. a bunch of twenty four year olds, and he's twenty two. Yeah, and it's a bunch of like twenty two to twenty seven year olds to be honest. Right, I was being nice. But granted, like uh, that's fair. That's that's why I am excited about him. I'm not running the book and saying that he's going to be the second baseman and he's going to be good. But everything that you see from him right now, I'm kind of impressed. And again, he is 22 years old. He is obviously the best actual prospect of the bunch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he needs to be in the lineup probably every day for the next month. You need to learn as much as you can about him. He needs yeah. to learn as much as he can about MLB because you got a big offseason coming up. Yeah. A like lot of decisions. Ha- you have to find out if this guy can play. For sure. Or else you have to find a second baseman. Absolutely. So, with that said. <laughs> yeah, Pagaro had a good game today. Absolutely had a good game. Again, he saved some runs defensively. He helped attribute to some runs offensively. Uh, he did have two hits. The only one with multi-hits today he went two for three with a walk. Outside of that, Pirates had seven hits. No one had multi-hits. So, yeah. good game for him. Yeah, everyone else kind of stunk. <laughs> like, they all kind of stunk. Yep, Bay, Reynolds, Hayes all get one hit. Connor Joe, no hits, but did get a walk. Hayes, And the 0 for 4. Revis did have 1 for 3. He has a big RBI from him also. Yeah. Um, he did have that right down the line. Uh, and then Andrew McCutcheon, the big pinch hit today. Didn't get number 300, yeah. but he's the one that hit it off uh, Romero too, right? That, like, that fucked it off Romero, and then the yeah. second baseman couldn't handle it, and just, yep. just bad defense all around. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the offense for the day. Yeah, it all happened in the 10th. Right. 10th, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, 11? I don't I don't know. 10th. Yeah, there was only 10 innings. You had me questioning myself now. I know. I'm sitting here like, were we home or away tonight? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Extra inning rules just really put me in a bind. Yeah. Let's rewind a little bit here. All right. Okay. They did win. Want to keep positive. We talk about some good things. Okay. But something happened today, and they kept asking about in the chat today during the Skeens show. We said we'd bring it up, and there's certainly a reason to bring it up today as well. So Miguel Andujar gets the call today. Why Miguel Andujar? I don't know. But he gets the call today. And he Miguel Andujar is today. Two guys on, first and second, no outs. Jack Swinski up to the plate. And mm-hmm. Derek Shelton says, I want to use my secondhand toy. He was here once, got DFA'd. Not one team claimed him. So the Pirates still have him in their system. They call him up again September 1st. Big September call up for them. He comes in the pitch hit. They don't look to bunt. They don't look to move guys over. Strike. Foul. Strike. 0-2, and, and then 
ground a third, double play. Tyler, what are we doing? It's bad baseball, man. Like it really just comes back to being just really bad baseball. Um, if and I don't want to put all the blame on Derek Shelton here. I a lot of it is Derek Shelton's fault here because yeah. Alika Williams is just hanging out there who can bunt. But at the end of the day, what are you doing? I don't know. Just hanging around. <laughs> at the end of the day, this is an absolute organizational failure that you have a runner on first and second with no outs. And you cannot count on anybody to bunt a baseball because this team does not know how to fundamentally develop a single human being. And it's not this front office. It is, but it isn't because this has been, it might just be a major league baseball issue, to be honest with you, because I don't remember the last time that I've watched a pirates baseball team that knows how to do a single thing fundamentally. Well, they can't run bases. They can't bunt. They can't steal. They can't do anything. Well, So I don't want to throw all the blame at like this front office, but just to put a little tidy bow on it, you go Alika Williams there. You lay down the button, you move on with your day. That's just a very bad managerial decision there. Like that's just bad. On no planet do you let Miguel Andujar hit. Like it's bad when letting Miguel Andujar hit. Is worse than me thinking, oh shit, Jack Sawinski's coming up. He's going to watch strike three here. Miguel Handu- Anduhar coming up there is worse. Yeah. Someone responded to a, to me on Twitter saying that exact thing. It's funny because Jack would have only created one out in that situation. <laughs> and Whoever true. that is is the smartest person I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, just keeping Jack there, he would have only had one out. Yeah. That was your best play is to keep Jack there. No, I'm with you. Like, it's bad baseball. But in other sense, too, like, you're in a situation where there are two men out, two men on, no outs. And your best option, you are the manager of the 2023 Pirates, the fourth year of the rebuild, playing the Cardinals in September. And you're saying, you know what? I need to go to Miguel Anduar to swing away because you're not bunning. You're not bunning. You're not bunning, Tyler. Your thought is you're swinging away. So in doing so, I'm bringing my best option to the plate, Miguel Anduar, who since 2019 has a 225 batting average, a 255 on base, a 332 slugging, a 60 weighted run created plus. Since 2019. What side of the plate does Miguel Andor hit on? Neither. He doesn't hit. Yeah, but like when he swings, what side is it? When he swings, he uh, he's, he's a righty, Tyler. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. But like in the 10th inning, who did the Pirates bring in the pinch hit? Andrew McCutcheon. Ah. Yeah. Huh. So if like we were going to like bring hypothetically, if you're going to bring in a right-handed hitter to face a lefty to swing away, just swing away. Where are you going to go there? Like 
what was maybe Miguel the guy Ando- who's tracking to get number but, 300. But, like, what was Miguel Andohar's uh, stat line again? Uh, since 2019. Mm-hmm. So 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Yep. Those years. All those years. 225, 255, 332. Good for a 60. Way to run created plus. Oh, perfect. 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 And then, like, nothing better, right? No. Like, there's not a guy, like, waiting for 300 home runs or no that, that just spent his career. You know, just absolutely raking lefties. False. And we just wanted to give him an off day for funsies. Incorrect. Yeah. That... Weird. Yeah. So, Pirates win in spite of Derek <laughs> Shelton today. And that's really what it was. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. The... He he took a dude. He grew that, gro- that goatee, shaved off everything else, and he just turned into a absolute moron. Today. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand that one bit. Also, I don't, he had a he had a great beard. Like, I don't understand the decisions he made. I don't understand shaving his face. I don't know. Especially he's full of bad decisions keep right it. now. You got to keep it. Can't change right? things up. Yeah, what are the we world. doing here? Come on, Derek. We had to talk about it. We didn't want to make it the entire show. The Pirates won, so yeah. I make it positive. But. These are the things that just boggle you from the top of Charrington saying, I'm going to call up Miguel Andujar to the middle where Derek Shelton saying, I'm going to put in Miguel Andujar to the bottom where Miguel Andujar just stinks. And he's on this roster along with Joshua Palacios and Alfonso Rivas. And the other guy, I've already forgot his name. Williams. Uh, Listen, I want to lump him in there, but at least Alika Williams is pseudo young, was a first round pick. Like, hasn't he hasn't proven that he's bad like these other players? Sure. But Alika's in that where he's not good. But yes, Capra. Sure. Vinny Capra is the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, he's a thing. Forgot his name, but I forgot he was a thing. That's who's on this roster right now. You have Capra, Palacios, Rivas, and now Miguel Andor. Yeah. Top to bottom. What's going on with this org? Promise that there's nothing else to fill them in with. Which is also a problem, but hey. Parts one. Yes. Let's end it there. It's 35 minutes. We had to get that little vent session out, though. Yeah. Parts one. Yes. All right. Cardinals stank. They do stink. Um, I'm glad it only went 10 innings today also Me too. because TBA was going to have a hell of an outing tomorrow <laughs> if they went longer. Yeah. So Pirates will be back tomorrow. Uh, I believe I'm on the post game with Connor. Um, so I guess we'll we'll see you then. Yeah. Um, I'm back on Sunday. So You and Dougie Fresh, I bet, right? No, it's me and Jim, I think. Oh. I think it's me and Jim. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm, I'm just so used to the Sunday tandem of you and, and Doug. So. I know, right? I think it's me and Jim this week. Nice. Well, I hope he's not enjoying his night because of Louisville football. I hope not. I know. Let's get out of here, though. We'll see you guys later. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts.
Hey, you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.